Hello and welcome to the Shore Store. And for this week's episode, we're finishing off the last few episodes of season five. And I am joined by a new Shore Store guest. I have Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm so excited to do this with you. Um, Before we get into the episode and the gossip that we have, tell me a little bit about your history with Jersey Shore and I guess just like the Shore franchise in general. Yeah. So I started watching Jersey Shore when it debuted in 2009. I was a college freshman at the time. Um, And it became a show that my friends and I would tune into weekly. We would make spaghetti and meatballs um, and have our like Jersey night little gatherings. Um, And then I just never stopped. I watched it throughout college. um, And then when it came back with family vacation, I continued and now I have the absolute pleasure of covering the show professionally as a journalist. So that's awesome. And yeah. you've like interviewed Polly and stuff too, haven't you? Yeah, I've spoken with Polly. Um, I've interviewed Mike. I've interviewed Jenny as well. Ooh, which one's like your favorite? Polly is obviously, he's always like very energetic, but I got the chance to sit down with Jenny in person, which was kind of humbling in a way because I think. With any celebrity, we have these like ideas of who they are in reality when the cameras aren't around, which is ironic because these are reality TV shows. Um, but she's like the sweetest woman that I think I've ever met. So it was, I love it was humbling and cool. Yeah, it was really nice. I love that so much. Um, yeah, that that always goes to like what I always say on this podcast, which is like, you know, there's like Snooky and then there's Nicole and there's like right. DJ Polly D and then there's like the real Polly D like I always say I feel like Polly is a character of himself more than any of them are personally yeah and Mike has become that way too like he he plays up I mean well he was formerly the situation but now he leans into all those other personas big daddy sitch Um, (laughs) they, they know what they're doing they're they're reality tv professionals let's be honest right exactly so um, let's talk about, okay, so you're also a fan of Floribama Shore, yes? Yes, so my fandom continued when they did all of these, like, spinoff shows that included Floribama Shore. My sister actually turned me on to that one, because I was like, I, no, I'm loyal, I'm loyal to Jersey Shore, I don't know about, I don't know about this other franchise, but I watched an episode and was hooked, so I also have seen all four seasons of that. Right. I feel like that's what everyone says about Floribama. It's like, oh, I I don't really want to watch it. Or even like my friends who I've gotten to watch it to do the podcast with me and stuff. And then once they do, they're like, why didn't I watch this before? It's like it's gold. Yeah. It's almost better than Jersey Shore in some ways. I don't know. It's because uh, they were they were fresh, I think. Like right. we, Jersey Shore, that that crowd has like gotten accustomed to hanging out with each other. And there's a lot less drama than there used to be. Mm-hmm. So I think bringing in that like fresh brash, fresh batch of people was like all new. Right. And that's the thing with reality TV. They get like they know what the producers are doing. Yeah. They know. And then once they start to catch on and that they can make themselves come off as a certain way, it's no longer fun as us for us viewers to watch that anymore. Um, right. I feel like that's what we saw in the last season of Floribama Shore um, when they were in Georgia It's like all of a sudden there's no drama. Like even with Gus and Jeremiah, it's just like it's almost like they had a mutual agreement coming into the house. Like we're not even going to play into it. And it made for a really shitty season. And the show 
essentially got canceled because of it. But yeah, I agree. I, I also think it stopped being fun because I feel like they played too much or almost preyed on the Gus's like mental health situation, because let's be honest, there is a mental health situation happening there. And that's, that's not fun to, to watch. And to your point, they, they stopped feeding into that, which made for a less fun season. Right. So so, let's just talk about this Gus tweet. He was (laughs) apparently, I didn't see this, this other tweet with my own eyes. So he tweeted this one about um, Nilsa apparently hooking up with Polly and Vinny, but he also apparently tweeted that Candace got an abortion before she got pregnant with her now son Maxwell and I'm just like who cares like I don't understand why that's relevant at all and I didn't see the tweet I just saw that on Reddit but yeah he tweeted that Nilsa hooked up with Polly and Vinny what do you think about this I well that was that was in reply to something that Cody said that was deleted I don't know what Cody said initially that sparked that comment on on Gus's behalf but I, I don't know. I can see it happening, but I also mostly don't believe it because I feel like when that in the timeline of events, I feel like Polly and Vinny were like, I don't know, their fame trajectory. They were just like too famous at that point. They weren't associating themselves with the Florida Bama Shore people, but it's anything is possible. Well, I kind of think it did happen, at least with Polly. And here's why. Because they had (laughs) a fear factor. I should have rewatched this before we did this. But they had, um, when they brought back, like, fear factor for a little bit, when Ludacris was the host, they had Mm -hmm. Jersey Shore versus Floribama Shore. And Polly was, like, saying how he thought Nilsa was so hot. So I could picture them, like, going off after that. Yeah. And they did, I mean, they did the double shot at love for three seasons or two seasons, I guess, for Polly. Um, so he was single. He was single up until very recently. So it's entirely possible. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I still think that Nikki and Polly have some sort of agreement going on, but that's, <laughs> that's what, like, like a business agreement. Um, I, I believe they're in a real relationship, but I, o- I always say this with like any celebrity or even athlete where like if you're dating somebody who's on the road like that, you kind of have to like know that something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Um, okay. So Snooki has a podcast with Joey called It's Happening. And I don't listen to this weekly or anything. It's just like any other celebrity podcast with tons of advertisements and all that. But when people post about it on Reddit, then I will listen. So I listened to this week's episode and she pretty much just full blown admits to drunk driving with her daughter in the car. Um, She said that she was at a party with Joey the night before and she meant to go home a lot earlier than she did. She ended up staying out all night, getting wasted. And the next morning she had to drive her daughter Giovanna to a cheerleading thing. And she's like, I was still so drunk. Like if I got pulled over, I would have gotten arrested for sure. And she's like, I was just trying to chug water and make it go away. And I'm like, that's not really a smart thing as a public figure. to. I'm sure her reps are having a field day this isn't the first time she's done something like that either like said something on the podcast that they didn't have to like retract or clean up mm-hmm. yeah she always says that like she goes to her daughter's cheerleading events and 
puts wine in a water bottle and brings it and like to me that's one thing it's like right fine every parent at their kids sporting events has a little tumbler of something who cares but just the drinking and driving especially with the daughter in the car it's like you know people already think you're like a full-blown alcoholic Nicole it's not a good look for you yeah, she's constantly like arguing with people, arguing with people on social media about how she's a good mom. And the people in the comments are always like, you're a drunk, you're a this, you're a lush. And she's constantly defending herself. So I, I feel like that just slipped. That had to have slipped in the conversation with Joey. Or she was drunk again while she was recording. Oh my God. I I know because it's it's so bad because she always says that like her and Gianni have this sort of deal where like she can get as wasted as she wants when they're filming the show and he'll watch the kids for however many days it takes her to recover when they get home. And I'm like, I like that because she makes a lot of money. She's the breadwinner mm-hmm. in the family. But when she slips by saying stuff like this, it it actually makes me worried because I don't, I don't want to think of her as like this full blown mom with a drinking problem. I want to think of her as, oh, she just likes to get drunk on the TV show, but I guess that's not the case, and it's scary. Yeah, yeah. She's a blast in a glass until she's not. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, which, speaking of blast in a glass, we should hop into this episode. Yeah, let's um, do it. Season 5, episode 10, One Meatball Stands Alone. And the episode starts off with Mike telling Gianni, like, yo, I don't know if you heard what happened, man. Like, the rumors <laughs> about me and Nicole. Such a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Gianni is so hungover. Like, he looks oh like God. he's he about to throw less. up. <laughs> Mike is, like, still fucked up from whatever he took the night before. Like, yeah, 100%. Just this entire episode, actually, I think I say this, especially this season more than any other. I'm like, how did I not know Mike was on drugs? I thought the same exact thing. And I know you've brought this up in in past episodes, but I haven't watched season five, especially in in a long time. Um, Not the best season of of the original Jersey Shore by any means. But watching it back, I'm like, this man is not well. This man is on something. Like, how did I not... I, I I don't know what I thought when I watched it initially. I don't think I was thinking. Yeah, I just thought that he was like drinking and mm-hmm. play, like, I don't know if I thought he was playing it up or if that was just his personality, but it's so obvious. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Mike tells Gianni that the rumors about him and Nicole are true, that they did hook up. He goes over the whole story with the unit and then Gianni walks back in. He gets back into bed with Nicole and he tells her and he's like laughing the whole time. And he's like, yeah, Mike told me that they hooked up, like whatever. I know it's I know it's just a rumor. It's not true. And then um, Gianni just keeps saying that he doesn't believe Mike. It's OK. And Snooki's just kind of like okay whatever and goes back to bed but when I watched this scene I remembered like oh yeah Gianni still hasn't watched the Italy season yet because they filmed this as soon as they got home so um, I wonder if Gianni would have had a different reaction if the Italy season had already aired and he'd already seen what went on there it's likely I also think the killer hangover that he had like had a lot to do with it like he's like I just I don't even care if it's true right now like you know when you're so hungover and you're just like I literally want to die I don't want to deal with anything else Mm -hmm. and then Nicole kind of assuaged him and was like it's a lie it's fine 
And that was enough for him at that point. But I also watching this moment where Mike, you know, tells him about the whole situation. He he then like it ends with that awkward hug that he tries to like go in and give Gianni, which like kind of looked like it was meant to be a handshake, but then it like evolved into a hug and Gianni <laughs> wasn't having it. I was I like held my breath the entire time. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> like the awkward bro hug. Oh, it's terrible. It was so bad, so poorly executed. Oh my God. So later in the morning, like Mike is still so wired. So he goes up to like the rooftop area and he's telling Ronnie that he told Gianni and Sammy comes over and she's like, well, I just saw Gianni and like, he looked fine. He didn't look like he heard that news. And then the audacity of this woman to say in her talking head, she's like, I don't even know if like he even likes Nicole, because if my boyfriend heard that, he'd be freaking out. And it's like, hey, it's from Mike. It's from a, yeah. he's it's coming from a classic like Mike. Mike. Yeah. Right. And it's he what does he do as soon as like he doesn't get the reaction that he wants out of Nicole and Gianni? He goes and tells, you know, he goes and tells Ronnie. And mm-hmm. then if that doesn't work, he's like he's just gonna like pepper this news around until like it blows up into what he the reaction that he wants. Yeah, it's it's insane. So he comes downstairs, he walks past Snooky, and she's like, I don't know, putting on eyelashes in the mirror or something. And G- Gianni's <laughs> in the just living like, room. <laughs> don't I know. I was like, why do they always use that mirror? But there's only what two bathrooms in the whole house. So Yeah, something would, like that. And I feel like the mirror's sense. like super small. Yeah. It would make sense that like, you know, there's only a certain amount of places that you can put your lashes on like Dina always likes to sit on the floor cross-legged and do it (laughs) um but Mike walks past and Gianni's like don't say anything don't say anything to him and then she says something when he's walking by does she call him the f word um I I don't know if I call it that I was probably distracted by the pop did she call him Popeye at this point or was that at a later no that's during the food fight the food fight (laughs) okay (laughs) I think I just like clung to that because I missed when people that was like an insult they would hurl at Mike Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he admits he doesn't do leg day, so what does he expect? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think she calls him the F word, which you know didn't age well. Um no. And she's like, why would you tell Gianni that we hooked up? And he's like, because I can't look at your boyfriend in the face and do shots with him when I know what really happened. And Gianni the whole time is like, oh, God, I told you not to say anything. Yeah, which is, I feel like, a thing he had to get used to because I feel like Nicole still does that to him. Poor man. (laughs) I know. What are your thoughts on Gianni's? He's a very controversial character in the Jersey Shore universe. I feel like, I mean, they were, like, anything that we see on the show is obviously, like, edited in such a way. Like, we don't really know, like, what happened in those situations. But I also feel like the man does not want to be a reality TV star. And I think being married to a reality TV star, I feel like they handle that dynamic really well. I mean, he did that, what was that, an HGTV show mm-hmm. with her, the shore flip. So he he kind of, like, got his feet wet in terms of reality TV, but... I don't know. Somehow they work. Somehow they work. And I'm amazed by it. Yeah. And he did force. I think I think they did four seasons of Snooki and Wow too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a good job. It's it's just 
I always wonder if something happened, if like something specific happened, which makes him not want to be on family vacation because he has never made an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would, that would be a, that would be an interesting thing to unpack for sure. Yeah. If I got to ask Snooki anything, I feel like I would (laughs) ask her that, but I feel like she would dodge that question for sure. You would get the, the PR right answer yeah I hate that <laughs> like uh, be honest I hate that so much so obviously I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan I have my Josh Allen poster behind me and he does this podcast called Kyle Brandt's Basement once a week he comes on for like the last 20 minutes of the podcast and Kyle Brandt will like ask him you know mainly football questions but a lot of like oh how did you see how like that did you see what this player said or how he reacted and Josh you can tell he's been media trained so well because he just dodges the questions so without even like realizing it and it's just so frustrating to me it's like just answer the question you know yeah it's an art form they're like if you have a good PR rep and media trainer it is an art form. And I, I sometimes I'm impressed when they like, you know, you ask a very specific question and they're just like over here in left field. Like, it's like, I didn't even mention that, but OK, keep talking. <laughs> right. It's yeah. I don't know. Um, So Mike tells Vinny and Polly now that he told Gianni and this right, is because where... Ronnie, he's already filled Ronnie in. Mm-hmm. So th- that wasn't really the kind of reaction he wanted. So let's move on. Let's move on to Polly and Vinny. And this is where Polly's like real life persona is coming out. I feel mm-hmm. like this is one of the moments where like the Polly D character kind of slips out because he's like in Gianni's head right now. He won't say this because he's a pussy. He doesn't <laughs> care because he's banging other girls on the side, too. And then Vinny's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's banging other girls. I'm like, where was Snooki like in season six confronting Polly about saying this because she always confronted like Mike and Vinny but she never confronted Polly and I don't know a part of me wants to like make a compilation over all the seasons of all the times like Polly broke character and like was the worst yeah yeah you that would be on my and anonymously submitted to her and <laughs> see what happens all these years later oh my god yeah there's like so many moments with Polly where it's like did anyone just catch that he said that no you know what though when he did say it I was like that's valid I mean maybe that's why this isn't a big deal to them who knows right do you watch Vanderpump Rules I don't I'm not a huge Bravo person the only Bravo show I know that's like terrible to say and it's nothing personal I just like there's so much other reality TV that I watch the only Bravo series that I do consume with vigor is um Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Ooh, okay um I love Salt Lake City it's so So good good. so good um because I was just going to say there's a couple on Vanderpump Rules and there's all this like stuff about them cheating on each other and they just brush past it when like the people will bring it up. Um, I'm talking about Tom and Ariana for anyone that's listening. And there's like a speculation, I guess, in the fandom that they actually have an open relationship, but they just choose to keep that part of it off the show. So when people are trying to start drama about them like cheating on each other, it's just like, oh, well 
it doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? So yeah, it kind of sounds like something producers are puppeteering behind the scenes. Like we're not going to talk about that. Or maybe they do talk about it and it just gets cut left on the editing room floor. Who knows? Right. Um, okay. So where are we? So Snooki and Johnny had gone on a little date. They get back. They say bye to each other. Everyone sits down for this, like, quote unquote, family dinner. Um, Snooki proposes the idea that they all go camping and Polly's like, yeah, you guys do that. I'm yeah. like, that would be me. Have a great sure. time. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> um, and then this is where like the food fight kind of starts. So it starts off with just like fun everyone just you know it it wasn't anything serious but then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden mike like grabs a scoop of like i don't know what this was potato salad or something i think it was potato salad yeah i was like so disgusting just throws it at snooki and then it gets serious really quick uh mike is like pouring ketchup all over her hair like she does not give a fuck she's like i do not care i just want to get him so she grabs like a huge jug of milk and this is where she says like scared of milk Popeye (laughs) classic um this is something it's funny that you brought up Salt Lake City because this is something where like 21 year old me watching Jersey Shore I was like oh this is so funny but 31 year old me is like what a waste of food like same I got so stressed I was like who's cleaning this up this house is already low-key disgusting now we're just going to cover it with, and they've recreated this um, at some point in family vacation. There's another. I just did that go back episode. To Danny's house. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they do another food fight. I'm like, what is with the food fights? Can we not? Yeah. Just to, to dump out that huge jug of milk. Like it's just such a waste when there's literally people in this world who like can't afford to buy groceries for their family that's just like the 31 year old me thinking yeah you're very logical (laughs) and this is and going back to salt lake city on this past week's episode when jen shaw threw like the veggie tray off the boat (laughs) that's what i was thinking i was like what a waste of food there's somebody in the world who could have used that or like on um real housewives of potomac this season karen huger there was a scene where she's like oh i just learned i have all these new like dietary restrictions and she's going through her um fridge and everything and she's throwing out like perfectly good packages of chicken like everything just tossing it in the garbage i'm like that's so how stupid can you be you know you would think with like this like world that we live in of like image management she would have like at least packaged it up to donate to a food shelter or something you know not just tossed it in the trash exactly it's just uh it's so funny. I I don't know. I always say, like, we all live in completely different realities, you know, mm-hmm. especially like celebrities and stuff like they're they literally just live in a different world than the rest of us. Absolutely. Um. OK, so back to this fight. Mike keeps calling Snooki a bad girlfriend. <laughs> She's just doing her typical like, I don't like you. If I was going to cheat on Gianni with anyone, I'd fuck Vinny over over you. And oh. What do you think about Vinny and Snooki together? Because that's another big one with the fandom. They they love them together for some reason. I think it was like cute and fun when it happened. Like early days of Jersey Shore, whatever. I don't agree with the people that are like still pushing it. Just because I feel like Vinny's really like coming to his own, I'll say. 
um, you know, he's had, there's been rumors about his like secret girlfriends and stuff. He's very private. Snooki's married with kids. I just wish like the people that like Stan, Nicole and Vinny would like give it up because it's like, it was fun. It was fun when it happened initially. That's so that's where I stand with that. Yeah. I mean, back when it like originally aired, I think I really liked them together in like mm-hmm. season three. But doing this rewatch, I'm like, he was so mean to her. He really was. And he was like mean to women in general. You mentioned um another comment in this episode that like didn't age well, but this is I'm getting ahead of myself here, but there's like comments later on that um Vinny and Polly make about the girls on the boardwalk or the girls at the bar um one of them was larger in size and they were just like I mean this was the early days of Jersey Shore so they were saying things that unsavory things about these women but I was like ooh, not a good look dude I know they kept calling her like the thick girl and he's yes, like he's like but not in a cute way yeah yeah not in like the way that people say thick now like it's a compliment like he was mm-hmm. saying it like I think at one point he literally said like sometimes you don't want hot girls sometimes you want like the fatter girls because they're more yes. fun and better something and I'm just like yikes yeah cringe not yikes, great my yikes. um so yeah it's it's bad and I can't wait though for next next week's episode that I'll be doing the finale because that's when Vinny tries to have the threesome oh, with God. the two lesbians <laughs> and Ronnie's like because he him and Ronnie are fighting over the smush room because Ron mm-hmm. and Sam want to sleep in it and and <laughs> Ronnie's like I'm doing you a favor like one of them literally <laughs> yeah. looks like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is like prime time, prime time Jersey Shore. Oh, so good. But also, um, I want to go back to the the end of this food fight. Yeah. Um, Nicole says something about she says something to Mike like, "Why didn't you tell Gianni when he came to Italy like about this hookup? Because it presumably happened, you know, off camera when they weren't in Italy. I don't know. I I don't know the timeline of these hookups. Somebody on Reddit actually made a chart." Like a flow chart. I love the Reddit timeline. Of the, like, who in the house hooked up with, had sex with, fist fought. Like, and I don't know, it's it's colored and everything. It's very nice. Anyway, um, where was I going with this point? Oh, she's like, why why didn't you tell Gianni when he came to Italy? So first she's deny, deny, deny that, you know, her and Mike ever hooked up. And then she's like, well, why didn't you, why did you? wait to tell him why did you tell him now why didn't you tell him then so I'm like girl you just like you just totally screwed up your story here what are we doing right yeah um I think the timeline of the hookup I believe was like right before Italy that's like where it is in my mind like or either that or like right after season three Mm -hmm. somewhere in between her and Gianni being an official couple and them actually going to Italy like I feel like they said I think they said they were in LA during it so which means they were probably doing press of some sort Mm -hmm. so um yeah I know and once again it's one of those things where when this originally aired I was like I believe Snooki she would never cheat on Gianni but (laughs) when I'm like re-watching this I'm like I kind of think she did yeah you just you she basically admitted it right so and it's like uh, with Mike of all people Nicole like really yes, like shakes head <laughs> uh, 
And also like Ryder, like Ryder needs to like come on my podcast, Caitlin Ryder, if you're listening and like give me a breakdown of like every single guy in the Jersey Shore universe since she's had sex with all of them and like (laughs) which one is the best and worst in bed. Give me like a a a definitive ranking. It'll be a special episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I wish. Uh, um, Okay. So in this food fight, Snooky's like rolling around in Mike's bed. That that was a I good mean, idea. It really was. I was like, I that's smart. And she's rubbing her hair on his pillow and rubbing her face on his pillow. I'm like, that's brilliant. Now he has to wash his sheets unless he wants to just sleep in your milk ketchup mustard mixture. Uh-huh. Um, they're like screaming at each other and um, Mike's like, you know, I just feel bad for the guy. He's buying me shots every time I feel bad. And then that's he's when obsessed she says, with the shots. <laughs> yeah. That's when she's like, you, you know, why wouldn't you tell him when we were in Italy? And she's screaming at him that he's the worst friend she's ever had. And then once again, Sam has to pipe in on this. Like after it all settles <laughs> down, she just like everyone's sitting there and she just turns to them and she's like, what do you guys think happened? It's like, shut up, Sam. Stay yes. out of it. The level of petty. I, I'm here for it. And I don't know. This was like clever editing, I feel, because they showed Jenny for like a split second and she just had like the biggest smirk on her face. Like, I know something you guys don't know. And once again, back to what we were saying about like, it's kind of obvious it happened when they were in Italy at the winery. Didn't Wow say something to her? Like, I'll air it all out right now. I know yes, everything. Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh, yes, please come on. But there's got to be some sort of like, well, first of all, that would like end her friendship with Nicole, I feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, contractually somewhere, there must be <laughs> like a clause. Like you can't talk about these five hookups or whatever because they they know things. Come on. Right. And and I feel like if Wow did that to Snooky, then Snooky probably has some shit on Wow too that she would say like 100%. Yeah. I feel like they all have stuff on each other that they kind of have like an unwritten agreement or maybe mm-hmm. it is a written agreement where it's like, "Hey, we we definitely aren't going to speak about this on camera," you know? Yeah, that'd be lawsuit lawsuits central for sure. Damn. Okay, so Okay, before we continue with the episode, what other shows are you into? Like, uh, do you watch Teen Mom? I used to. I fell off. Um, I don't. I cover it like as needed for work, but I don't watch it religiously. I've been like meaning to get back into it, but there's just like so much else that I have to consume. Right. <laughs> it's what crazy. else do you like? Um. So right. Um. Let me think. Right now, I'm deep in the third season of Emily in Paris. I have, I get like advanced screeners for things so I can like cover a show as it comes out. Um, so I'm doing like a bunch of recaps for Emily in Paris. Um, I recently started Peaky Blinders. I know I'm like late to the game on that one, but really into that. Um, as far as reality TV goes, I'm waiting for the announcement, the Jersey Shore family vacation. They, they wrapped filming on season six. So that'll come any day now. Um, I watch Real Housewives, Salt Lake City. I'm trying to think like by day. Oh, White Lotus, but that's over now. Oh my God. How good was the finale? It Okay, so it took me a while to like get into this season because I was like, 
we've already done this story. Like, how can it be fresh and new? But like, once I had all the pieces to the puzzle and the finale was like amazing. I thought I thought it was incredible. I want to go back and rewatch the first season now because they connect everything that happened this season to like a small moment from the first season. It's yeah. insane. It's so well thought out. It's so good. And um, I actually was just listening to a podcast that Mike White did talking about it. And it's it's crazy some of his like real life experiences that went into it. And as he was doing this interview, he was like, I'm starting to realize a lot of stuff about myself <laughs> while I'm talking about this. Therapeutic. But it's it's crazy because for me, well, like skip ahead everybody if you don't want to know. I'll put I'll put a timestamp in. But for me, um, I probably read and listened to like over a hundred theories throughout the airing of White Lotus over who was going to die and what was going to happen and how these stories were going to connect and everything between, you know, listening to so many podcasts and Reddit and Mm -hmm. what else. And not one was that Tanya was going to be the one who died. Like nobody thought of that because everyone either was like, it'll be too obvious or she has to be in season three because she's the connecting piece. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was so brilliant. I thought the same thing. And I was, and she just, she's such a like dopey fun character that you could never see like anything so tragic happening, I guess. But here we are. We're living in a world where that did happen. So. Yeah. And she died in such a dopey way. Such That's a perfect derpy death. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it was so fitting though. It just, it fit her perfectly. And I like, I can't imagine like a better way to do that. (laughs) Right. And my personal favorite like shot from the episode was at the end when the three DeGrasso men were waiting in line to check in for their flight and the girl walks by and the three of them all just like turn their heads at the same time to check her out. It was so They embody that meme of like the guy turning and looking at his car. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was so good. I can't I so excited for what season three brings. And also one thing I love about it is like literally you can cast anybody in that mm-hmm. show. Like it's 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 crazy to think of who could potentially be in season three. Like you can have like a A-list Academy Award winning actor with somebody who hasn't done much before. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I know people are like dying to see Laura Dern in season three which i there was so much confusion around laura dern's like very very minor role in season two Mm -hmm. for a while i was like why are people talking about laura dern she's not in this show and then i was like wait a minute she's the voice on the phone talking to to dominic um and And her and mike white work together in enlightened which i've never seen by the way same but yes she yeah she did a whole interview where she like talked about that and then like wanting to be involved in this show so i feel like they could definitely bring the um, DeGrasso family into season three. Maybe that'll be like the connecting characters in season three. We'll see. Yeah, it's so literally anything could happen. That's the like beauty of it, I guess. But yeah, fantastic show. I'm like so, so sad it's over. Me too. Me too. It'll be back though. So that's, that's I know. Good. I know. I'm. It's it's one of those things where it's like you don't want it to be over, but at the same time, it's the perfect amount of episodes because yeah. when something starts to get a little, you know, they do it too much. It's like, hey, you're overstaying your welcome now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse. That's like the worst thing you could do to a show. Is just, just like Jersey Shore family <laughs> vacation. <laughs> 
I I do. I get I get so tired, so tired of these like gimmicks that they pull anymore. But I can't I can't give it up. There's something about it. it's just like it's a personality trait at this point. Yeah, I know. The first like three seasons of Family Vacation are so good. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was like when Snooki quit for that season or like when they got rid of Ronnie. Like, I don't know. Something just happened where it was like, this is almost a completely different show. It's like the entire thing is scripted from head to toe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. With Mike and his investigation boards and stuff. And I like, I commend him for the commitment that he like... (laughs) You know, he brings to these, like, flushed out storylines because they are, they're, they are, they're like, and people on Reddit, I'm sure you've seen, they, that's all they complain about. And I'm, to which I'm like, why are you still watching the show then? Yeah. But it, I don't know. It's, it's the formula that keeps getting them renewed. So they're not going to stop. Yeah, I, I personally don't get it. I think the show can continue if they do it in another way. But like I said, it's one of those things where they all know what they're doing. And- right. You know, I, I live for like the really small, authentic moments that we see, like mm-hmm. the wine fight this past season, for example. Oh, that was that was delightful. And you do like because Nikki's still like, I mean, she's a reality star, but she's still a little like she's still fresh, you know, and you make that you piss that girl off. She's going to she's going to go off. And it was incredible. Oh, she was crazy on Double Shot at Love. Like I <laughs> she was psycho. It. She blocked me on Twitter because I quoted something um, Vinny said it on Double Shot at Love about her. It was from the first season when she was like infatuated with Polly and it was a little like borderline obsessive, but whatever. You're there. You're there to find love. You found love. Um, and Vinny literally made a comment like, does Vinny like Polly? Is water wet? And I tweeted it, you know, with quotes, attributed it to Vinny. She blocked me. I was like, girl. I'm not I'm not trying to fight you. I'm just, oh my just god. quoting the show. <laughs> oh so, my god. That's okay. It's well, I Chelsea Huska from Teen Mom blocked me like back in the day. So what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> it was I remember the episode kind of. They were having a barbecue with Randy. And I don't know, I tweeted something about how, like, I thought she was high in the scene. Like, I thought her and her friends had, like, smoked one before they went to Randy's house, which I don't think no is a big deal. Because I'm, like, I'm always smoking, so what do I care? But but she, um, but she got, like, all offended. And she's like, that's so dumb. Why would you say that? She, like, tweeted me back. And then she ended oh, up and blocking then, me. Okay, yeah. at least you got a response. And Like, I have to give it to Nikki. Like, I'm sure she gets it from all angles. Much worse than what I said. I was quoting her dear friend Vinny. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. She wants to keep the hate out of her life. That I can't, I can't blame her for that. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, it's like Jax from Vanderpump Rules. He's like known for literally blocking everybody. And there's mm-hmm. like a whole like Reddit page called Blocked by Jax. So like, I think my friend who is a Vander Vanderpump fan has been or currently is blocked by him. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. I mean, probably. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you watched the trailer for Chelsea and Cole's new show? It dropped yesterday. No. So it's called Down Home Fab. And I don't know, they've been talking about it for a couple of years, like an HGTV show. It's going to be on Discovery Plus. Um, 
I'm, is that I'm, like the logical move for these people? Like <laughs> go to well, HGTV. I'm like confused. I don't know why people think that they're this like design team. I think they're trying to do like what Snooki and Gianni did with the shore flip thing where like she did the kind of decorating and he did the actual like construction yeah. part of it. Um, but from what I gather from the little preview, it seems like they're going to be designing like their friend's house who also lives in South Dakota. And it's like, I don't know who Randy paid off to get them the show <laughs> and who's going to be watching it. But... Sweet Randy. <laughs> hey, I mean, the the kids are going to be featured in it, which is one thing with like the teen mom fandom, at least they can see like, you know, a 13 year old Aubrey now. Oh, yeah, but, that's crazy how old their kids are now. Dude, Bentley just turned 14 this year in October, and I was like, oh, my God. It's Every so time crazy. I see, like, a little snippet of a for an episode, I'm like, are those the children? Yeah, it's wild to me. It's, yeah, I it's crazy. I always say, like, it makes me so emotional sometimes, and it's because, like, I'm like, I'll never have kids of my own, so this is, like, the closest that I'll ever get to it, so I'm like, let me have this, you know? Let me, like, yeah. get emotional when they show the flashback of them being born, you know? I get emotional because I feel old. It makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so... Where are we? Next morning after this crazy fight, Snooki, Dina, and Ronnie go to work their last shift at the shore store and then back at the house. Polly, Vinny, and Mike do GTL. Mike's probably washing his bed sheets. <laughs> um, so Dina calls Joey and I forgot that this completely happened. I thought Joey's last scenes were in the last episode, but I guess he's back. And she invites him to do like a boardwalk date night with her. Um, and then we see like Gianni pick up Snooki and they go out and then Polly and Vinny like hear that Dina invited Joey and they're like basically making fun of him and saying that they don't want her to go and they don't think he's a good guy. I discussed this on my last episode where I think it's more like they think this Joey guy is more just there to be on the show than okay. actually like Dina. But what do you think of Polly and Vinny trying to talk her out of going? Because for me, I feel like she wanted to go with him. She was the one that called him. She had already like done her hair and makeup. Like, what do you think of this? Yeah, I I thought the moment was like sweet of them to kind of like take on that big brother role and like kind of look out for her in that way. But my like journalistic with my journalistic hat on, I kind of feel like either something happened like production wise behind the scenes where like he I don't know if they like found dirt on him and didn't want him involved in the show or you know they've he had a warrant out for his arrest or something like something crazy like that because they if you like the scene where he calls to like find out that Dina quote unquote doesn't feel good they don't show his face so I'm wondering if there was some sort of issue behind the scenes where they could like no longer like deal with this guy and have him on camera Ooh. That's I mean, just that's just a hot take. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I always just thought like, you know, he's using her to get on the show or something like that, which I'm sure happens a lot. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, and I, like... I, I can't blame her if she like did really just want to go out and like whatever, hook up with this guy and have fun. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she thought it was going to be like true love or anything. It was she says in this episode, she just like all of her girl roommates are like 
hook up with somebody and she's the only the only one alone so yeah she wants to just go get drunk with him on the boardwalk i don't think there's anything wrong with that i just yeah i agree with them like if there was something them kind of stepping in but they really just took over and dina at this point in the Jersey Shore universe, I guess, like she didn't have a backbone the way that yeah. she does now. Yeah, like, like she didn't have to listen to them, but she did. Yeah, she's very much like doesn't stick up for herself too much, mm-hmm. like kind of cowers down to them a little bit. Um, I don't know. So um this guy's already on his way. So I guess he calls the house to let them know that he's there <laughs> to pick up Dina. Polly answers, he says that she's sick. So then the guy calls back and now Wow answers and Wow's like, well, why wouldn't you offer to bring her like soup or medicine instead? Like I, I call I call a snake when I see one. But with all that being said, I'm still kind of on Joey's side for this because, yeah, although he should have been like, oh, my God, I hope she's feeling better. It was like, obviously, she's not sick unless all of a sudden she just started feeling sick within the last like hour or two. You know what I mean? Because she Dina called him and asked him to go out and he was on his way. And now all of a sudden she's sick. Like, I don't know if I were going to someone's house and I was already in front of their house and they're like, oh, she's sick. She's not coming out. I would be like, well, what the fuck? Why would you make me come all the way here then? You know? His his anger also like plays into my theory that something happened production wise, and he was like really pissed at the producers who were like, "No, you can't go out there," or like, "No, you can't see her," whatever. Um, and actually, now now I'm thinking about it, maybe that was like something Dina asked them to do, like lie to him and be like, "Oh, like we, you can't be part of the show anymore." Um, but yeah, I really I really think like production had a lot to do with like canceling that date. Also, the way that Jenny concludes that phone call with her "Bye now." <laughs> she's done that multiple times that was like her signature thing for a while (laughs) i absolutely loved it i was so glad it was in this episode bye now (laughs) um you're so right though about the production thing because that is usually when we see one of the cast members get picked up for a date or something that's usually like almost a signature thing we see is Mm -hmm the person come up to the door and knock on the door and we get that shot of them walking up to the shore house when with him it's literally just like the outside camera that's on the the seal the wall yeah, the or security whatever. footage basically. yeah <laughs> exactly so it's it's so strange like i i always say this all the time i wish reality tv fourth walls were broken like from the get-go like mm-hmm. uh, there's so many moments and in the, uh, the original Jersey Shore, especially where I'm like, oh, I wish I could go back and see this with like the producers being involved and everything, you know? Oh, yeah. Not to mention that Polly always talks about how they're like their sex tapes exist, like mm-hmm. the amount of women that they brought back to that house. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. And like I heard Nilsa talk about this before, um, how like hard it is to sleep because like someone's watching you 24 hours a day like you always have that camera above you and just Mm -hmm. like trying to fall asleep knowing there's like somebody outside in a room that's like watching you it's it's kind of weird yeah I can't imagine but I feel like it's like after the first season I feel like you know what you're in for you get used to it and not to mention that like influencer and career opportunities that come your way I feel like Mm -hmm. those those help a lot with greasing the wheels yeah exactly it's yeah being on reality tv now compared to like 
back, I guess, in 2010 or whatever. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the roommates are getting ready to go out and... Dina really wants Snooki to come, but Snooki wants to stay back and just chill with Gianni. And Dina's like, come on, like, I feel like I really need you. Whatever. So Mike, Vinny, and Polly go to Aztec, and Ron, Sam, JWoww, and Dina go to Jimbo's. And at Jimbo's, we get this scene of Dina, and she's kind of venting to Jenny, saying how she misses Nicole. Um, cause I guess like, and she brings this up a couple times in the episode, I guess in Italy, they used to have girl night, girls nights all the time, which makes sense because, you know, their boyfriends couldn't just drive 20 minutes right. to come visit them, you know? <laughs> um, but during this moment, all I could think about with JWoww and Dina was like how much I miss JWoww's old face. Same. <laughs> I, I know that seeing sounds that, bad, but I know, I know seeing it in this episode, um not not that there's like not that there's anything wrong with her current face um and I tell I told people um because when I interviewed her we like took a picture together and people are always like she looks so fake and I'm like I know this is gonna sound weird but like in person it doesn't look as fake as it comes across on television or in Mm -hmm. in images but seeing this season five episode I was like oh sweetie look at you so cute so small (laughs) right yeah, she was she was stunning. I mm-hmm. loved the way that Jay Wow looked. And I still love the way she looks. Like she's mm-hmm. she is beautiful. And I always say that about reality stars, like, oh my God, look how much their face has changed. But then I always say, like, if I were to be on TV and I had to see oh, myself I'd be doing on the camera. Same thing. Yeah, I would have a completely lines, different face. You, you need too. Filler. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I get it. Can't blame yeah. her. There's um there's a, a book about the housewives written by uh, Brian Moylan. Yes. And it, yes. Great and it, book. Oh my god. So good. Oh, I love him. Love the book. But he, I think, I think that was his book where he talks about that. Where like that's why with housewives, like their first season compared to their second, there's always something different. No matter mm-hmm. the housewife, even if it's something as minimal as hair extensions to like. It could be new teeth, like anything, because you see yourself on camera and it's completely different than looking at yourself in the mirror every day. You're like, whoa, that's what I really look like. Yeah. He's the guy that got blacklisted by Bravo and all them writing that, right? It's got like a blue cover because there's two two Housewives books. There's his and then there's the one that was like sanctioned by Andy Cohen and Bravo. Right. Yeah. His what's his called? I think his his is just called The Housewives, I believe. Yeah. And then, and then there's the like other not all diamonds not... and rose. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Brian Moylan's actually one of the he he inspired me to do like the kind of the same thing with the Jersey Shore book, mm-hmm. which is a very slow moving process because as you can imagine, not a, not a lot of people are willing to work with me on this, but I, I'm gonna make it happen. So thank you, Brian Moylan, for inspiring that. <laughs> Sorry, he's taking a drink. First of all, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important. It's an important part of history. So <laughs> it is. And I I loved his book. Like I I love the housewives. I don't watch every single franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned so much from it. I had so much fun listening to him do the audiobook. Like I yeah, it's it's a great book. And I'm I'm all for the Jersey Shore book, obviously. Obviously. I knew you would be. So you gotta mention this podcast, I don't know. Obviously. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so where are we? We're out. Jimbo's, JWoww's old face. <laughs> Back at the <laughs> right, house. We, we got derailed by JWoww's old face. <laughs> Uh, um, back at the house, the guys all bring home girls from Aztec. Like at Aztec, we actually like saw Mike talk to this girl who claims that her boyfriend just cheated on her, whatever. And Mike's oh my like, God. so like, I don't know if he's coked up or something, but he's like, oh, well, well, uh, what a good way to get revenge on him. You know, like, yeah, he's like you fell me. into the right arms, lady. I'm like, oh, my God, please. So gross. Jeez. It's so cringy. Like it's and then when they get back to the house, like Polly was hooking up with somebody, and the girl the, the other girl was just like sitting on the bed okay, where they yes. were making out. And I was like, yes. I just would like, I don't know, excuse myself to the kitchen or something. Like, I don't need to be here for this. Yeah. So like Vinny brings home the quote unquote sick girl. Ugh. And then Polly has two girls. Like he has this girl and then he's like, oh, and then I brought her friend too, just in case Vinny like doesn't <laughs> want the fat girl anymore. You're welcome. Yeah. And like you said, they're like Vinny's, or Polly's like literally like about to friggin put a condom on and this girl is literally just like sitting on the edge of her bed like dangling the feet it's like mm. girl leave leave the room I also I forgot how much they like showed of these hookups because it's been a while since we've seen a hookup obviously Jersey Shore Family Vacation doesn't feature that anymore mm-hmm. but I was like man they are like zooming in and everything look at this <laughs> yeah and it, it's wild because there was a moment where, you know, because it kind of goes from like Vinny to Polly to Mike. And there's a moment where it's literally just you see a hand like grab a condom. Um, <laughs> of a big old box. Like so, a Costco um, size box. Yeah. <laughs> which which good that they're using protection. Yes, We're all absolutely. For that. But I'm wondering if like that was a like calculated move by MTV because at this point the show was so controversial where they were like okay we have to like insinuate to our viewers or show them that they are using protection like yeah, like not... an ad like whoop. <laughs> right like we don't want to like promote you know uh all this like promiscuous sex if it's not safe you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah that's interesting I never I never even considered that but that is entirely likely because I remember at the time when Jersey Shore was like the most popular, I remember them doing all these talk shows. And I feel like every talk show host would ask them about STDs. Like that was like a thing like, oh, is it true that you guys there's like a contract you guys had to sign where you wouldn't bring STDs in the house? Like, I feel like this was something that was kind of like talked about with them. Maybe Yeah, that was probably on the list of approved questions that their PR people were like, yeah, here, here's what here are your talking points. <laughs> Right. So this is another question I have for you, actually. So do you do you actually like get a list of stuff you're like not allowed to ask at all? Um, Sometimes it's not it's not so much a list. It's more of like a request. Um, So it'll be like, you know, like Mike's pushing his his protrition protein. Um, He wants to talk about these three points and how great it is, whatever. Um, He can't answer questions about Jersey Shore. Okay, so. Technically, I'm not supposed to ask about that, but I go ahead and pepper in a few questions anyway, because they might not know that they're not supposed to answer those questions. Um, They should if they're prepared properly. But usually they'll give me like a little something that I can then like share with people who would care about it. So there's there's no like hard and fast rule 
um, and they can't they can't um, ask for my questions in advance either. Like I don't have to pro provide that to them. Like that's it's not illegal, but it's not it's not good journalism. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I'll just I'll just never forget when I was like 17 years old and I went to Much Music, Much On Demand, which is like the Canadian TRL, if you okay. will. Yeah. Um, Angels and Airwaves were there. So Tom DeLong and then he had Dave, one of the guitar players, were doing an interview and I was in the audience. And this was right after Travis Barker got into that like devastating plane crash. Mm -hmm. And they came out to the audience because obviously when they go to commercial break and stuff, you have the opportunity to like take pictures with them and everything. Yeah. And they said, do not ask him about Travis's plane crash. Like nobody asked him about that. We're not going to ask him. Like it was like Tom DeLong will See, walk something off like the that. Set. Yeah. Something like that is like, it depends on like the topic, something like that. It's like, you're just going to look like an asshole if you ask about that. Right. Um, because but people still do. Yeah. The, those people, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that like want to push the limits in that sense. Um, and, you know, like when Lauren had her miscarriage, you know, respectfully, they asked, you know, don't, she's not going to answer any questions about the miscarriage. Okay. Like that's a line I'm not going to cross. But if it's something silly, like the show that they are, that made them famous, that like I primarily cover, I'm going to ask about it. It's not it's not a controversy if I ask about Jersey Shore. OK, <laughs> right. Interesting. So yeah. like, um, have you ever interviewed Ronnie? No, he's like impossible. He's got he's that guy's like locked up, like in terms of like public image. He's he's like healing right now. Like he's not doing he like barely does any press. God, because there's so much. I'd be so curious. I know. Him. And that's um, the killer. Like, people want to know. But yeah, they, I think they also they save like whatever he does want to share for the show because it's the show and it's going to get ratings. So that that makes sense. I just saw the other day that he's like still doing these club appearances. Yes, I see him promote them all the time. And I'm very, very confused. Right. Um. On Reddit, this girl went and she's she seemed very young, like early 20s. And it was like supposed to be Ronnie's like birthday celebration. And mm -hmm. she said it was like $50 to meet him. So her and her friend were drunk and they did it. I would have done it. Yeah, she posted she posted the picture with him <laughs> and she said that he just seemed so uncomfortable and out of place because he wasn't drinking or anything. Yeah. He seemed sober and her and her friend were wasted and everybody else was wasted and people were trying to like get him to do shots and stuff. And I'm like, how is he is sober? <laughs> is he that broke though, that he has to do these club appearances? Because for me, I guess so. when I look at that, I understand, you know, the cast of Jersey Shore doing these club appearances when the show was big and they were drinking all the time or, mm -hmm. It reminds me of Scott Disick with the Kardashians. Like he was a partier. He was known for yeah. that. But then when he got sober, he did his club appearances and he was standing there like, this isn't fun for me. I, yeah. it could I also don't need be, this money, you know? It could be one of the only things, like one of the only gigs he can get at this point. You know what I mean? Because he has mm -hmm. such a tarnished public image. But like a club's not going to turn down. Oh, Ronnie wants to show up. That's going to bring in people in droves they're going to get drunk and they're going to spend money um and you know he's got a cbd business still i think and him and um what's her name sapphire they started like a children's clothing line i don't know if that ever got off the ground 
But yeah, to your point, I don't think he's rolling in the cash anymore and he's not doing the show, right? So he's not he's not getting paid for that. So this is probably one of the only ways that one of the only revenue streams for him. Uh, I don't like it. I know I, I wish, feel bad. I wish that they would just bring him back on the show because come on. We just need to see him versus Mike like one last time. <laughs> one last showdown. We already got that, remember? That's <laughs> little time. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh Ronnie, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> And then he's he uh, supposedly has uh, another uh, girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Who looks exactly like the, the previous one? Yep. Whatever he's he has a type. It's okay. Yep. And Sam has a type too. Sam also has a type. <laughs> her, her men always look like Ronnie. It's it's crazy. Um. Okay. Where are we? We are. They. Oh, the, the, oh they came the back. Girls, the sex. The yeah. The condoms. <laughs> So um, the next day, it's time for camping. Polly and Vinny aren't going to go camping. It's mentioned a few times in the episode that Polly doesn't want to go camping. So I'm wondering, again, if this is something to do with producers, if he like fought with producers over this. Like, I have this image in my head where Polly was like, I'm not going camping. I don't want to do it. It's not my thing, whatever. And he refused to go. And then the producer said to him something like, okay, well, if you're going to stay back, then you have to do this really stupid thing. <laughs> you have to make it worth our while and pull a prank. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, what do you think? Do you think... What- I, I feel like that's entirely a possibility. Or maybe... I was going to say, like, maybe he had a gig or something, but they definitely would have highlighted that. Um. I also feel like they're... I mean, this camping, I'll use the term loosely. I feel like they just, like, pulled off on the side of the road and, like... <laughs> like found a patch of woods and just like threw them in there for yeah like it didn't look like a I don't know it didn't look like a campground and I didn't expect any sort of like lavish camping situation but I'm like why did we have to do this little detour like why did we have to have these conversations in the woods it was interesting to say the least so yeah they go to this campsite they're like trying to set up the tents Ugh, not my idea of fun but no. you know they're getting paid millions of dollars to do this so it's fine <laughs> yeah and then meanwhile at the house um Polly and Vinny decide that they are going to basically put move the inside furniture to outside and vice versa um this is so freaking ridiculous to me I hate this this is like a family vacation thing like yes. before family vacation it's like and they oh, get God. poor Danny involved too and I'm like oh why danny comes over with the astro turf <laughs> and his, his shore store employees like they were probably like what the hell yeah i don't know all i'm saying is polly must have really not wanted to go camping because oh, no. moving all of this furniture outside is so much worse than camping for one night like i agree but it continued his reign of like prank war champion i guess which brings me to i wanted to get your opinion on the possibility of like a present day prank war thing that might be happening so you've seen the the buzz about like angelina's engagement Mm -hmm. um some people like stand by like the idea that this could be like the most epic prank they ever pulled on the show which has started off the show so i don't really i don't really think 
it's a prank but I wanted to get like your opinion on it and see if you think it's real if you think it's all set up for the show for the new season so I'm well aware of this and I've I think I've said this before on the podcast I'm not talking about that or like giving it light as it's real news until it does come out like either on the show or whatever it's confirmed. just yeah just because like it very well could be like who is this guy why how come Angelina can find like a hundred million guys <laughs> to propose to her um I think it's contrived by the cast to get them to watch the show so yeah I, it feels I, like like a early promotion for the new season to me right because angelina hasn't really been like dating anyone you know what i mean like she mm-hmm. hasn't really nothing authentic yeah so she also got divorced 11 months ago so not that there's like a timeline on those things and you know it's her life she can do what she wants but it just seems just seems a little fishy and the cameras, the cameras were there for all of this. So exactly. I, I don't know. I'm thinking it's something like that. Like the cast is trying to prank the fandom. I'm, <laughs> I, I just, I just have this sort of feeling where once it actually gets aired on the show, it's going to be something completely different than what people I think. completely agree with you. Yes. We're at the campsite. Mike is like legit burning a real tree with like green <laughs> so he's like it. i think it's alive <laughs> they're like no it's not nah definitely not it's like the <laughs> leaves are like bright green on it he's like pouring gasoline all over it i also had no recollection of this camping trip at all i don't know if it's because it was season five and i just like disassociated when i watched this or what but i was like they they really did go camping did they go camping again in season six I probably blocked that out of my memory it's entirely. Been, they might have. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen season six because mm-hmm. even like when I do rewatches, that's like the always the season where I'm just like, eh, I don't yeah. really care. But um, the only reason why I vividly remember them camping is because there's a scene. It's like um, it was on like one of the DVD extras or something. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something, and um. It's Sam and Dina in a fight at the campground because Dina is like throwing the ball with somebody and it's like they're in front of Sam and Sam just like loses her shit on Dina. And she's like, can you go over (laughs) there, please? And Dina's like, I'm not even near you. And she's like, I don't care. I'm annoyed right now. And Dina's like, why do you have to talk to me like that? And Sam's just like being a bitch to her. So Sounds like season six, Sam. So that tracks. (laughs) It sounds like every season, Sam. <laughs> she's just, I was I was trying to be polite. <laughs> she's just like such a mean girl. I'm just so, I don't know. I'm just over like a lot of the fandom being like, Sam needs to come back to family vacation. Like she, I wish they would give it up. It's not happening. It won't no. happen. She would have came back already a long yeah, time ago. That's not, they don't even have a relationship with her really anymore. As yeah. far as I know. So I don't think it's... the production wants her on it. Even if she did want to come back, I don't know if they would allow it. She would probably charge. All... She could charge a lot of money. But she's just she's doing her club appearances and she's fine. Yeah. I just feel like 
they're so far gone from the original series now it's all about them and their you know their own relationships and their children and stuff like she just does not fit in with them at all she's not friends with any of them in real life like right it's it's she if she was gonna come back it would have been when they got rid of ronnie so yeah yeah that would have been the time yeah um so once again how did i not know mike was on drugs because yes. he's like one man is paranoid <laughs> he's, and he's even so jay well says she's like are you in your paranoid state again yeah and it's like okay she's clearly calling him out because he's high on something and he's like he's going through it the man's yeah. like walking around the woods like looking up at the trees like he's in the blair witch project it's, it's like how did i not see this how did i not know <laughs> jesus so then there's this moment where Wow brings up Dina's issues that they discussed at Jimbo's the night before. And um, Dina just basically says that she's lonely. She's like, you guys are all in relationships. Like in Italy, we had girls nights every week. And now we're like not doing that anymore. And then fucking Ron decides to pipe up. He's oh like, oh, my God, this made me so mad. So what? You can't have fun with all of them. Then why don't you? It's like, shut up, Ron. Nobody like, asked you. Also, yeah. Sam does not have fun with all of them. She just excludes herself to you, and that's it. So don't even – you don't even have a good example of what that looks like. Exactly. That sir. was the season one drama, remember, yes. when Snooki said to them, you guys need to hang out with everyone, and then they lost their shit on it, the whole yeah. house. Yeah. It's like, hello, where were you? Exactly. So Wow goes – I'm not going to be typecast that if I can't, I can't have fun because I have a man. It's like, okay, that's not what typecast that's not is, what that Jenny, is. but okay. Fine. Um, and then Snooki's like, don't make me feel bad because I'm in love. And then the editing on her talking heads here was sketchy because at first she was like, I, I feel where Dina's coming from because if it were the other way around, I'd probably be upset too. But then it cuts to her saying like, it's jealousy. Yeah. So that was just weird editing for me, but okay. Yeah, I, I didn't care for that, but it yeah. is what it is. I mean, I feel like every girl can relate on both sides. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we've all had friends that have gotten to relationships and, you know, you feel like you're missing your friend. And then also a lot of girls have been on the other side of it, too, where, like, you want to hang out with your boyfriend and it's going out to bars and getting drunk is different when you're single than when you're in a relationship. Like it's yeah. more fun when you're like looking for somebody, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So the next morning they're like leaving this campground. <laughs> and Jenny has a spider on like a sweater. It was, something. I'm sorry. It was a big spider. I didn't I- realize there were spiders like this in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, maybe they were actually deep in the woods camping because those aren't that's I don't know what that was. It was I didn't like it. Dude, I hate spiders so much. Same. All bugs. Any variety. I saw this like TikTok video a long time ago and I I will never kill a spider because of it. It traumatized me. So they like maybe you shouldn't tell me, but go ahead and tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm gonna tell you anyway. So they like (laughs) squash this spider and then a bunch of tiny spiders come running. It was a wolf spider. It was a wolf spider. I've had this happen to me. I I just thought the spider was pregnant. (laughs) Oh god. Because in the video they were like, it was pregnant, dude. I think, well, I mean, there might be other breeds of spider that do this, but I know that wolf, the only reason I know this is because my parents have a pool and wolf spiders like water. And 
there was one in, you know, like the pool noodles. There was one nested in one of our pool noodles one summer. And we were like, oh, it's a spider. Like, we'll just hose it out. And we did. And they carry their babies on their backs. And when we hosed it out, all these little spiders, like, just scattered. It was horrifying. Oh, my God. And I learned a lot about spiders that day, clearly. Oh, my God. I Yeah, I hate bugs. <laughs> I don't do bugs. I can't. You were like, it was pregnant, sweet baby. <laughs> no, it already had the babies. They were ready to thrive. That's that's fucked up. Oh, I hated it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not a bug person. I can't do bugs. Well, neither is Jenny, so. Yeah, she's like, Mike, can you help me get this off? And Mike's just, like, ignoring her, like, carrying everyone's, like, shit to the, to the escalades. And she's like, come on, Mike. Mike's like, I'm not hating on you, girl. I'm just trying to leave. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you are hating on me, though, because you're not helping me. <laughs> yeah, and then he has his little mini meltdown, which he's had before about how nobody helps him in the house and he does everything, which also lends itself to him being on something the night before because he's like, clearly he's coming off of it and he's like, he's not feeling well, mm-hmm. but he's like, oh, I effing clean everything up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, this man was on drugs. <laughs> and who knows like how far away they actually were from like Seaside Heights. Like mm-hmm. who knows how long this drive was. If right. It's was like... it 15 minutes? Was it two hours? Yeah. Was it like a two, three hour drive? Was it, you know, down the road? Like who knows how long he's going to have to be in the car for before he can get back to his hookups or whatever. Whatever so. he needs. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I would want to get the fuck out of there too. Oh yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, you're responsible for your own spider. Like I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. But I'm taking as much time as I need until that spider is removed from my things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's just where the episode ends. The roommates come home and they see the house uh, turned inside out, if you will. And they're just like, oh my God. So it's where we cut off. But right after that, there was like an after credit scene of Mike peeing in the woods mm-hmm. and he's like jumping up and down and he's like, yeah, I got all these weird pee positions. And then <laughs> again, it, drugs. it reminded me of an old family vacation episode that I just covered on my Patreon the other day when they're in Vegas and Mike pees through his like basketball shorts. Like he like hikes them up one side and then like on family them. vacation i don't remember i don't recall this it's season two it's like uh huh. when they're at like that planet hollywood suite dina yeah. didn't come because she was pregnant it's like right at the beginning of season two and yeah he okay. like pees he like hikes his shorts up and like pees like down the side of his leg i feel like that's like, harder than just doing it normally that's what i said i was like eh, that sounds kind of weird i don't know so not you know. for me Drugs, not drugs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he didn't change. Yeah, there's that's a hot debate, too. So, like, yeah. is Mike really sober? It's like, yes, he just said seven years the other day. Yeah, he did, which is that's wild. It's been seven years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Any final thoughts? No, I feel like we covered everything that I like really wanted to unpack with you. I had a great time. Perfect. Me too. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, thanks for is, having me. Is there anywhere you want anyone to find you? You want to plug anything? Um, you can find all of my Jersey Shore coverage at CheatSheet.com. I am terrible at social media, but I am on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren Anderson. So if you want to find me there, you can. 
Perfect. So I'll put that in the description for the episode. And I would absolutely love to have you on again for Floribama. I, yes, I'm so in because it's been so long since I've watched an episode of that. So, oh my God. Would love to. Well, I got it. I, after next week, I'll be doing the finale for this and then I'll be hopping back into those. So, if you want to pick an episode, uh, season two, anything after Hunch Punch, that was the Ooh, last one. Oh, season two. Okay. All right. Let so, me take we a got look. like that iconic Mexico trip where Courtney, like, uh, opens the door on Nilsa's face. Like, there's oh, so many good Courtney, moments. Courtney, I miss her. Miss her a lot. Courtney Gilson, a true icon. Truly. Truly. Thank you so much, Lauren. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.